that So you grab a piece of something that you think is gonna last Well, you wouldn't even know a diamond if you held it in your hand The things you think are precious I can't understand Are you reeling in the Tuesday afternoon, starting off at Grant McMaster, as we do each and every Tuesday, thanks to Batman and the team at RB Rural here in Gore. Grant McMaster, good Arvo. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, everybody. Steely down and reeling in the ears. Well, yeah, we're doing that at the moment. Yeah, how's things going? Yeah, no, things are good, apart from the ears that seem to be getting on quicker and quicker, don't they? Have you ever held a diamond in your hand, as the lyrics suggested? No, I haven't. Not even when you went to Africa that time with um, the second best Ostra rider in Southland, Bryce McKenzie? Well, no, I don't think I couldn't keep, you know, I had to keep an eye on Bryce in those places. He just wouldn't know what he was up to. But, you know, his <laughs> lip was down a bit because he didn't win the uh, Ostra riding competition. But, look, he's gone on to better and better, far better things than I have. And um, good luck with him to him and Laurie while we're speaking about it on their big, uh, yeah. big tractor tour up the country. Absolutely, yeah. It's going to be. A big deal for those guys for what they're doing there. Um, as we look at the season unfolding, how are you looking at the weather's not really playing ball in a lot of parts of the south today? No. Um, when we spoke last week, I, I muttered those words, you know, could do with a little bit of rain. And uh, we did. We got 12 mils of rain over the weekend, and um, that was that was it was good. Didn't turn didn't turn very cold, so uh, just a wee freshening up. But um, since then, it's been it's been cold again. And today, it's um it's a bit blustery at times. Then the sun's out, and then it's you know and it, then it's cold again. And coat on, coat off, and in the end, you just leave your coat on and sweat. But uh, I think that's spring, isn't it? And it's uh, it's that time of the year. So, uh, but as I say, I said to you off here, we've got a few days left of baleage and barley, and. Towner comes up on Monday to uh, put the use out of the conveyor to give them their five and one uh, courtesy of, uh, of uh, Be Rural. And um, we'll start spreading out after that. But they're eating everything that's put in front of them as we speak. Use will be in reasonable nick, are they? Yeah, they are. They're, yeah, they're in good nick. They've come through the, yeah, they've come through the season well. And um, I put, you know, I've put that down to the. Uh, um, Bloody shorts, a lot to do with that uh, chemical top we did earlier on, kept the quality of feed right. A couple of bigger blocks were cut up again, had put another fence up, so that's all helped. And, uh, you know, the spring's been the spring's been good and we haven't wasted any uh, any feed at all So in the, with the barley and baited. So, yeah, you couldn't, uh, you know, it's, it, it's one of the better ones we've had. Bit cool at the moment, but I remember last year it was... You know, we didn't have the we didn't have the feed in front of us that we've got now. I did actually think you were going to say the ewes are looking good due to G McMaster's management. Well, it all comes down to management, doesn't it? And um, it's either good management or bad management. And uh, management. if my uh, shepherd Brian Dagg was listening, he'd say it was down to him when I was away on holiday for a month. So you know, you've got a lot to deal with when you're at the top. But you know, when you're at the bottom, it's a long way up. But you've got a lot of friends down there. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So you went to feed. It's worked out pretty much on par. Yeah, it has actually. Um, yeah, we've got enough until until Monday, so uh, that's that's worked. The last bale of baleage we fed out on Monday. I've actually got, I'm going to get another ten or twelve bales over from from Hogan Gully Road at the hills there, just to uh, for Tuesday and Wednesdays having used you know still eating before we we can't get everything set stocked and to where we want to in one day or two days. So just bring a few another ten bales over and that'll just take the pressure off having to get everything set stock so urgently and uh, yeah we're right then so uh, yeah it'll be time to make the next lot of baleage or start buying it. When you set stock is there any rule of thumb you're doing when you're putting stuff on the hills or just assessing it on the season? Oh no it generally goes back to the blocks that um, you know sort of got a 
reasonably good uh, grasp of it now. You'd sort of want to after 18 years, wouldn't you? Or you might be doing something wrong. But True. I would just, um, you know, the certain years, you know, the twin years get the, the, the slightly easier blocks. And they're all pretty bloody hard, to be fair. But the uh, twin years get spread out on those. And um, two days, just sort of debating with the two days, thinking perhaps this year I might just um, might mix the mix some of them up with the, with the mixed age because uh, we've um, over the last, well most of the time we've landed them on what we call the Moak Lake Flats, big couple of big flat areas and um, but it's probably just a little bit colder in there and they, they they perhaps don't do as good as I'd like them to so uh, either put some mixed age there this year and, 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 and put two of these on a couple of other blocks that are northerly facing warmer blocks so we we'll, might just try that and see what happens but Generally, you know, the twins go in a couple of areas and set stop the uh, uh, the singles go in a couple of areas and set stop the twins everywhere else. So, going to take a hundred ewes over to over to the hills this year and and uh, just singles and and lamb them over there. There's a few paddocks that are a bit harder to get the hoggets around, so they'll just keep that tidier and and see how it goes. And could look, you know, putting perhaps a, some black face the girls having the black faces over there and look at getting some early lambs away if it works out this year. So just, yeah, bit of trial and error there, Andy. Disaster, you get a lot of stuff through your mailbox. You've had something in there recently as well regarding carbon emissions on farm. This is the issue that is just really contentious for a lot of people and for the right reasons as well. Yeah, I get the client newsletter from, from Wairiri and, uh, you know, Derek Daniels has done a lot for, uh, and, and the, uh, you know, Wairapa Development Group for uh, for breeding within New Zealand and, um while I don't use his rams here at, uh, you know, I'm still Perindale. It, years ago we did, not here, but still get the mailing list out. And uh, he always has a, um, he's got a little uh, pull-out thing that comes there, and it's there's a lot of good bullet points on them, and but and and they're quite interesting. On and that this latest one that said the the latest science model shows that methane and noxious noxious oxide are irrelevant in causing global warming. In one hit that takes the scapegoat monkey off the farmer's back and removes 40% of New Zealand's supposed greenhouse gas emissions. Great news for farmers and great news for New Zealand. So um, one of those things that we just needed to get it out there, don't we? And then there's another little bullet point. Global meat and fish consumption, now at 544 billion tonnes, continues to increase. Per capita consumption has been increasing in all bar six countries. So don't believe our media preaching that the world is going vegetarian. Yeah, it's an interesting one that, isn't it? I mean, you can take a narrative and run with it, but what that narrative actually means when you get the facts together can just make it null and void quite easily. Depends on what you want to believe in some instances, I guess. Yeah, it does, and it's just, you know, you, you read things like this that are coming from the uh, the, the book we want to read, from the hymn sheet we're, we're reading from, and, and uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it's just, there's so much... There's so much misinformation out there and it's bloody hard to know what, what's right and what's wrong, isn't it? But I know that uh, we, we're only hearing half the story. Just that time of year, though, a lot of stuff's being thrown about with promises for whatever reason, but um, we just got to carry on doing what we do on the farm and that is making bloody good produce. Yeah, that's right, and that's one thing we're good at and we always have been and yeah. uh, let's hope that um, we were, we're able to continue to do it. Absolutely. We'll leave it there, Grant. Always appreciate your time. Yeah, good talking, Andy. We'll talk next week. Graham McMaster at a close burn station. Thanks to Batman and the team at RB Rural. Up next for a Tuesday afternoon, Bernadette Hunt, Southland Federated Farmers Vice President.